Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. Ain't nobody screaming about, everybody will tell you, oh, you die, he died so you can go to heaven. Yes, he did. Right? Little less you hear, oh, he died so you can be healed. Little less on that one. Boy, you don't hear nothing about this last one. He died so you can have wealth. Amen, he did. Mm-hmm. That's the big three of redemption. That's right. That is the big three reasons. Why did Jesus say in Galatians chapter 3, 13, Christ is redeeming from the curse of law, being made of her curse for me, for everything that hangs on a tree is cursed. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through faith. And if you're blessing, if the blessing's on you, if you're children of Abraham, which you are. I'm paraphrasing. Why would he say that? Because it's true. But what do you mean the blessing? Blessing came on me so the curse could come off me. The blessing was what? Deuteronomy 28. Wealth increase. Amen. Are you seeing this? Yes. So wait a minute. Go slow. So the big three was poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Absolutely. So it's benefited the cross. You don't want nobody, you don't want nobody to die and go to hell. You don't want nobody dying and sick. You shouldn't want people having to live broke. Should hate it just as much as you see the other stuff. But sometimes we get all like, oh, you know, don't, this one's bigger than the other one. And not in God's eyes. They're all big. Amen? So that's why you got to get there, okay? You got to build faith for it. Amen? God knows I'm going to do it for you. Amen? I'm going to help you. Amen? Praise the Lord. Let's get in this thing. You ready for this? We've been talking about rules of reaping your harvest. I want you to look at this with me in Mark chapter 4. We're going to look at verse 19. I'm going to give you the five enemies of the word of God. They are five consistent enemies that God um, wants you to know that are your enemies of faith. They're enemies against the word of God. It's five weapons that the enemy uses to try to come at you and the seed of the word of God in your life. I'm going to make them simple. I'm going to make them easy. It's going to be simple today, but you got to understand they are out there each and every day trying to rob you of what God wants you to have. Is that okay? Okay. So here we go. Here's what they are. Affliction, persecution. That's pressure. Now watch. The minute you get the seed, the minute you get the word, guess what's showing up? Pressure. You got this? Today's going to be good. So pressure's showing up. Mark chapter 4. So we're so is the word. These are they by the wayside, such as hear the word of God. Immediately when they hear the word of God, they receive it with joy. They get all excited about it, but they get offended. Next thing you know, the seed is gone. These are they upon stony ground. He gives you all the parables of the soil, which is your heart. And he shows you the principle of the seed, which is the word of God. And he said, here's what's common for the word. He said, once you hear the word, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Once you hear the word of God, guess what shows up? Pressure. The five enemies of the word of God are affliction, persecution. Write them down. They're forms of pressure. Okay? So every time you hear the word, guess what's showing up? Pressure. Showing up for that seed. The seed on the inside of you needs pressure to break open. Okay? Just like a natural seed in the dirt. When the pressure shows up, if you're not careful, you'll get offended. Why do I got to go through this? It says immediately they receive it. They have joy to get all excited. Then they get offended. Why do we get offended? Didn't work out the way I thought. Didn't happen the way I thought. Now I'm mad. God, you didn't do this. You didn't heal them. You didn't, uh, I don't know. And the next thing you know, people get offended and now they forfeit it because they got mad. Because of pressure. So here's the five enemies of the word of God. Affliction, 
Persecution, care of the world. Write it down. Cares. Chokes the word. Care. Worry, anxiety, fear, fret. All that mess. I'm going to talk about that today. Okay? The lust of other things. You understand that? Now, lust, I'm not talking about, you know, perversion. I'm just talking about you desire something more than the things of God. That can happen real quick. You know what I'm saying? And they say, you fall in love. I fell in love. Now you can't come to church because you fell in love? What's the matter with you, man? I got news for you. If you can't be the one, you can't be in love with the one that can't come to church, honey, you're loving the wrong one. I'm meddling right now. You feel it? You know what I'm saying? I'm in love. Oh, really? Where's this joker at? Oh, he don't go to church. What are you, a ding dong? He don't go to church. Put that joker in the front row and let's baptize him with oil, man. But pour some oil on that joker's head. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry, Aaron. I'm not going to pour oil on you. That's nice hair, too. That's good. You got a nice do. You know, so I might pour, pour oil on you. God knows you need it. How, what in the heaven is going on here, bro? You got to do something with that. All right, you're all right. You look good. You look good. You look good. Right? You know what I'm saying? You married already. What you, what you worried about, man? Just stay lean. That's the problem right there. Stay lean. All right. Come on. Are you with me? Are you getting this? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, right? I, I, I got different desires. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes you start putting a little money in your pocket. You forget about God. Come on now. You get a little bit, you know, oh, I got to go play golf with the fellas. Go to golf on Tuesday, man. Come on. Ain't nothing wrong with golf. Ain't nothing wrong. But don't leave your, leave your Sunday for God. Don't get all caught up. You, I can't go to church. What do you mean you can't go to church? Come on. I'm not picking on you. I'm trying to help you understand. What's the lust of other things? Something becomes more desirable than God in your life. That's what it is. And it'll choke the word. I was excited about God, but now I'm not excited as much. Why not? Because something else came in. It's a desire. You fed upon something different, and now priorities aren't what used to be. Okay? And the last one is deceitfulness of riches. What's that mean? You can't replace God with money. Come on, man. You know, rich, like, rich is meaning this. Like, you ain't obsessed with this stuff. But what it is is this. You're prioritizing wealth more than you're prioritizing the things of God. You can't compromise. Money's easy. Once you walk away from it, it don't own you. It's easy. You just got to be able to walk away from it. Don't let it stay. Don't let it make you stay at the table too long. You got to be able to walk away from it. Let it know who's boss. Say, can you leave that kind of money on the table? Yeah, easy. Why? Because nothing's too, you don't, here, look, you don't, you don't exchange God for something that's not as valuable. It's not worth it. And he's the most valuable. So when you look at it, you go, my buddies came to me in the beginning and said, how in the heaven can you do that? I said, simple. Because you do not, you do not exchange gold bars for pennies. It's not a fair exchange. So I got God. He's like diamonds and gold bars. And you want to give me dollars? You're out of your mind. I ain't, that's not a fair exchange. You're not going to swap it out. You know what I'm saying? You show up with this and go, ooh, I got this, God, and you want to give me that for God? You can forget it. I ain't giving it up. It's too good. Too valuable. See what I'm saying? You got to know the margin of it. So that's why when you, God against everything, he trumps it. So you know what you do? You go, forget it. God's better. So don't let that lustful stuff get in your head. And by the way, don't say that was God. It wasn't God. It was you. You desired something. Get your desires right. God said, let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of me because I tempt nobody with evil. I want to tell you, God God don't tempt you with nothing. He's a good God. You know what I'm saying? Even relationships. Oh, I'm tempted. No, you ain't. You got lust in your head. Not just just perverted, but you want something more than you want God. Cut it out. Okay? So those are done. Those will be next month. Okay? Today I want to talk to you about care. How do I eradicate care out of my life? Because care is dangerous. It chokes the word of God, man. You become care-filled. 
All right, here's the definition of care. You ready for this? Come on. Okay? Now, here's what we, let's understand who God is first, and then we'll talk to you about this. God is caring. He's loving. He's compassionate. He's your father. He loves you more than anything and anybody, and he understands you better than anybody. Okay? He loves you so much you can't even comprehend it. God is love, and he made you to love. He's loving towards you. He doesn't do anything on a negative towards you. He's compassionate towards you. Basically, he's one of his most outstanding qualities is this. He is a caring, loving father. Okay? Now, let me explain something to you. Don't, don't come in here with, like, this mentality, like, of understanding. Like, it's nothing, he, this is nothing human about this. You cannot compare God's love. You cannot understand agape. You have to experience it. You can't look at a human relationship and say, oh, that's like the love of God. A mother's love is not like the love of God. That is totally ridiculous. Stop even talking like that. Are you ridiculous? That's goofy. You know what I mean? No, because human love is selfish in its original place. It's going to be selfish for the end of time. I'm sorry. All you moms that think that I got a great mom, God bless you, but guess ain't wrong. Agape is totally different. It's different. It has no humanity in it. It's spiritual. You understand that? You understand what I'm saying? So you can't experience this through life like, oh, I know what that is. No, agape is bigger, man. So you got to look at the love of God like God said because you get the wrong opinion of it and you think it's human and it's reasoning. It's not. So when I tell you, you he loves you so much you can't comprehend it, trust me, you cannot comprehend how much he loves you. It's bigger than you think. So that's good news because God loves you so much, he'll love you just the way you are. Okay. So you got to solidify that because sometimes care comes in and you start getting all these concerns and you don't think God cares, right? Well, God, if you cared, why I got to go through this? Or God, why do I got to go through this? Or why? No, God still cares and God loves you. Sometimes you got to walk through seasons that are uncomfortable for, for spiritual growth, but he didn't bring this mess. You know what I mean? Because what's the first thing that happens? You get upset about somebody leaving you or somebody passing away, or you get all, and you get all, God cares. What did they say in the boat? Don't you care that we perish? Water started coming over the side. They're like, don't you care that we're going to die? Jesus, like, rebuked the thing, man. Right. Everybody's worried about, oh, don't you care that I perish? Jesus, like, you don't have to perish if you use your authority. See what I'm saying? Some things just don't work out the way we think they're going to work out, but guess what? He's still God. So solidify that right here and now. God is God and God is love. Come on, somebody. And he loves you. Why? Because what is care? It is the anxiety. How many got some anxiety? Don't raise your hand, okay? I know, we all got it. Care brings disruption to the personality and the mind. So when you're carrying cares, it changes your disposition. Did you know that? When you got care in your mind, it changes your personality. It produces basic disorder in your life. So you might just be full of care and worry and anxiety, and now it's basically become a distraction, and it's changed your mindset, and it's changed your disposition. Ain't that crazy? Okay, so how do we cast our cares? That's good news, right? How do I get rid of it? I don't want it. Now listen, anxiety, fear, worry, these are all cares. Fret, they choke the word of God, right? Concerns. Right? All this stuff we go through, care of the world is worry, fear, fret, all that mess. Right? If you're not careful, you're picking up care all day long. How am I going to do that? How are we going to do this? How am I going to, how am I going to, what am I going to, all day long, coulda, woulda, woulda, hana, wanna, I don't know how. You got to get rid of this thing. 
So how do I get rid of these cares? Because they're trying. Everybody's like, well, you know, it's just natural life. No, it ain't natural life. You got to realize this. There are enemies coming against you. I'm going to show you in scripture that care is an enemy. But here's humanity. Well, you, you ever not care about something and get around people that are caring about it? And you get labeled what? Yeah, you're a jerk. You're insensitive. Well, you're not sensitive about this. You should have more response. You're not being responsible. You're darn right I'm not being responsible. I'm not about to start becoming responsible. I'm not responsible for care. Neither are you. You ever get around people caring? Worried about, what are you going to do? And you come in with that one word, Lance, let's just trust the Lord. They think you're a nitwit. They're looking at you like, oh, you're something else. You don't care about nothing. You're insensitive. You're a jerk. No, 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 no. I'm trying to walk out faith. You two cared up, worried. You're all bent up, anxious, and all messed up. And I'm just speaking the word of God. And you getting mad at me for trying to be a believer. Glory to God. You know? What good is worrying going to do? What good is staying up all night long worrying about it? Remember Brother Hagin said that? Miss Aretha, Miss Aretha came to him and she said, she goes, I don't think you would much care if we dropped dead right here in front of you. He goes, what good is worrying going to do about it? He wasn't being rude. It probably was a long night at the Hagin house, but you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You can't be caking this on and running around and having all this anxiety and all this stuff and carrying all this burden. You guys got business pressure. You got life pressure. You got kid pressure. You got married pressure. You got pressure, 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 pressure. Caring, caring, and worrying, and caring, and fretting, and oh, freaking out. And then you, you, Jesus said, look, he said, no, 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 I come to you. My burden's easy. My yoke's easy. My burden's light. This is supposed to be cast your cares on me. Well, what does that even mean? I don't, it changes your disposition. It changes your mindset. It changes a lot of stuff. And if you're not careful, it'll creep in and choke the word of God. That's what it said it did. Care is an enemy. All right. So how do we cast our cares? Okay. The idea, this is the idea in scripture. Once and for all, an act of throwing all of life's worries upon him. That's how you cast care. Now, did you get that? I read it in the morning. It flies over everybody's head because it seems like, oh, I know that. No, you didn't hear me. It denotes once and for all. Not, I got care, I hang on to it, I give it to God. Next week I get a new care, I carry it, I give it to God. Oh, this month I got this care. No, once and for all, we become a care caster upon him, throwing it on him and never picking it up again. And next, time, next week when care tries to show up, it just bounces off you because you deflect it. Like, nah, I ain't taking that. I'm not worrying about that. I'm not going to figure out how I'm going to pay my bills. God already took care of that. I'm not figuring. I ain't worried about what the doctor said. Don't he know that I'm the healed of the Lord? It's deflecting. You're a deflector. Come on. You know what I'm saying? It's just bouncing right off you. Come on, man. You, you don't even take it no more. What are you going to do about this? What are you going to do? Try to grip you. What are you going to do? Boom. I just bouncing off me. Just bounces off me. Why? Because once and for all, I cast my care upon him. And I'm not about to pick up care no more. Amen. I'm going to be carefree. Glory to God. Because I don't want it choking the word of God. Now, we're going to develop this, and we're going to get better at this, but our overall objective is what? I'm going to become a carefree person all the time. I ain't picking it up. Three weeks from now, you got pressure. You know what I want to do? Jesus, let's see how you pull this one off. Glory to God. I ain't got no responsibility. I ain't taking this thing on me. It's not. I'm leaving it on you. I'm leaving it on you. Why am I taking something I can't carry anyway? Come on, cast your care. Now watch this. This is, what I, this is what I found out. You know what I found out? I was like, man, where does this stuff all originate from? You know, because you got to help people. Yeah. Where does this come from? 
Look at what it says in 2 Corinthians 10, 3. Okay, passion. I started thinking about this. Care comes in the realm of thinking through the, through the, through the avenue of your imaginational place. Because you ever, you ever do this? You ever build up something so big in your imagination and it's totally bogus, but it's become your reality yeah. and you're freaking out about something that has nothing to do? It, you imagined it in your mind. And next thing you know, you're flipping out for days about something that's even untrue. And now you're acting out of that thought. You're responding out of that thought. You're dealing with life out of that thought. And then four days later, you find out that thought wasn't even true. And you wasted four days of your life in some nonsense you imagined in your mind. Right? Right? And you're all like, you know, how many got WebMD? Come on, you know what I'm saying? Right? You got like a twitch. You got like a twitch on your ear. You like WebMD'd it. Man, my doctor, he's funny. He, he's a shoemaker. That joker ain't even a real doctor. But he's not. He's, he's too crazy. He should come to church and visit me. But anyway, I went there and he goes, at first, me and PL were in there. He goes, man, these people are wearing me out. What the thing? Because everybody has access to the internet. Back in the day, we didn't have this. You know what I'm saying? Like when we were kids, you go to the doctor, you just listen to the doctor. He knew what he was telling you. Now they come in with a list. They got a list of all the stuff they got. They telling him, they diagnosed themselves. Like I went on WebMD and I had this twitch in my thing. They say, I got this over here. I got all these diseases. They come back with a list of diseases they got because WebMD told them this stuff. I said, bro, I don't want your job. You know what I'm saying? But they're not hypochondriacs, but you know what I'm trying to say? What they did was they got information that's false about a symptom and now it's become their reality. Wow. That's good. Come on, you know it's good. So what I'm saying, in their mind, they're playing doctor. They go in there with, this is what I got. Mm-hmm. Come on, no, man, chill out. We do this, and we don't realize it. Right. You ever get in a, come on, all the married people, come on. You don't, everybody that's ever been in a relationship, hush your mouth. Tell the truth. You know what I'm saying? I told them, PL lost my car key just today. Well, you know, I'm laughing. She's laughing already. This morning I got up, my car key wasn't there, okay? I'm telling on myself. I always put my car key back. So I said, man, you know what? I don't know where this car key is. I, so I blamed her. I said, this is your, this is your doing. I said, I said, you either put it in your purse or in your pants or someplace like that. My car key goes from here to there. Well, yesterday we went to the wedding, and I had to wear this suit, and I don't have no back pockets in this suit. I got, I got to cut the holes out. You, know, you, you don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, so I, I go upstairs, and I was like, I was in there getting my jacket, and I said, you know what? I bet you that key is in, is in that jacket because I had to put my wallet in here and in here. And I said, you know what? Pastor Liz, put that key in my coat pocket. She should have never did that. You should have never did that, honey. That's exactly where it was, right where you put it, in my coat pocket. So I had to tell her it wasn't really me in my imagination. Thinking you did it, it was the truth. You did do it. Come on, we're in the house of the Lord. We cannot lie. You know I left that thing in my jacket. I had to go tell her, right? And then she said, you didn't tell me. I said, I didn't even think about it. But what am I saying? In my head, I just thought about it preaching. I really did. In my head, in my head, I got this whole thing figured out how it's hidden in one of her purses somewhere. I got to go through nine purses to try to find out where my car key is. Are you here? All you ladies know what I'm saying, right? Right? And I'm thinking, great. Now I got I got all, I had my whole afternoon plan. Now I got to go through 19 pounds of her stuff to find my key so I can have my backup key because she didn't put it back. How many of you know that was not true? Wow. Hello? Hello? I already had my day planned out. Amen? But you should never put my car key in my coat again. Don't do that again, please, honey. I love you. Amen? No, we're playing. So you know what I'm saying here? It's your imagination. You're making this stuff up. But you better realize something. You better pay attention. If you're not careful, it'll become a world you build within your mind. It's not a reality in the earth. 
It's not a reality in the earth. And now you're living in some place in your head that does not equal to the life you're living in the earth. That's dangerous. Because you'll be mind dealing too long about stuff that ain't even true. Look what he says in the Bible. Everybody said the Bible. Glory to God. Look at this. For although we live in what? We live in a natural. You better read these scriptures. We live. This is, the, this is time to take. I like it when you guys take pictures. Yeah, she's doing it right there. They take pictures of it. It's good stuff, man. Go back and look at this. Because this is the truth. For though we live in the natural realm. We're all in a natural realm, right? Natural. We don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons. See what I'm saying? He's saying, look, you better use spiritual tools to fight this fight. What? Using what? Manipulation to achieve our aims, right? Instead, we use what? So don't manipulate it, right? We use weapons energized with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. Ooh, did you get that? People, people in the realm that you're living in, it's a spiritual realm. Now, whether it's people coming at you, some of you deal with that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you work with the demon-possessed person at work. You know what I mean? How many got one of them demon-possessed people at work you work with? Anybody got one of them? You don't got one? Anybody got one? You, you got one of them? So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, they, they full of the Antichrist. They just show up in the whole, you know what I mean? They got something to say. You, you, some of you got that? You know, the guy at the cube, that, in the cube next to you? You know what I mean? You know, he got, he got issues. Find, how many got that sabotage thing going around? You know what I mean? How many got just some stuff you face sometimes in people ain't cool? Right? right? Trying to manipulate and be weird and all that. How many got some just stuff coming against your mind? He said it's the same thing. Look what it says here. Keep it going. Watch. Watch this, right? These people hide behind this stuff because they're trying to what? Manipulate the situation. Do all weird stuff. There's demonic. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that what? Opposes God. Now, how many got these fantasies coming to your mind? You know what I'm saying? When he says imaginations, what he's talking about, it's an imaginary thing. It's a fantasy you built in your head. It could be, now listen to me, it could be a truth, but it's not the truth. Okay? Okay? And a lot of times what people do is this. They want to hold on to a truth instead of receiving the truth because you want to keep your emotional currency going. Yeah, you don't want to leave it at the truth, because if I could keep holding on to my a truth to me, I can have that emotional currency that I need to feel. Wow. Once you get to the word of God, feeling's over, baby. Now it's just the truth. You cannot hold on to a truth beyond the truth because you're going to get in trouble because now you'll be out of the truth. You see what I'm saying? Now I'm going slow. I'm playing with your head a little bit. Like this is the truth. Yeah, there is the truth. But guess what? Once you come to Jesus, guess what? The truth shows up and that a truth has to leave. Yeah. Somebody was wrong. Somebody was unkind. Somebody was this. Somebody was that. Somebody blah, blah, blah. We all got a story, right? Here's the name. But when I bring it to the truth in Christ, I got to let go of my truth of my life and pick up his truth so I can change my tomorrow. Sometimes we like the emotional feeling of holding on to our a truth. You got to let them go. They're dangerous. Now, why? Anything that opposes God. Break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of what? The truth of the knowledge of God. We do what with them things? We capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. What are you doing? What are you doing with rebellious thoughts? 
Come on, look what Eve 6 talks about it, right? We're going to read it over there too. You can see this, right? You can go one more. Give one more if you got it. Since we are armed with such dynamic weaponry, spiritual weaponry, cast down imaginations. I'm going to show you how to do it in a minute, okay? Because here's the thing. You, everybody, just stay slow. Give me 12 minutes. You need thought identification. You understand that? Where are my thoughts coming from? If you do not have thought identification, you're going to have problems in life because you're not going to filter. Where did that come from? Who told you that? No one has original thought, man. No one does. Everybody in this room already thought it, bro. Somebody in the world already thought it. It comes from God or it came from the devil. You got to understand thought identification is this. Where'd that come from? It's like, remember back in the day, they still do it even now. You ever watch like the, uh, the Dow, you know, when it goes across, the ticker tape, we used to have a ticker tape machine. That's your head. It's going across. Hey, wait a minute, grab it. Can I hold that? Can I even believe that? Where'd that come from? Who said that? Every thought is connected to a feeling in a seed. Okay, you understand that? So when you think something, you feel something. You, you ever think about the people you love? When you think about the people you love, what do you do? A smile comes from Man, I love that, man. You ever think of somebody you don't like? Come on, man. You ever think of somebody you don't like? You know, you don't really care for? Right? How many know you ain't smiling? You think about your wife, you think about your kids, you think about your husband, right? You think about it, man, you smile, you know what I mean? Even you might be going through some times, but you know what I mean? You still smile, it brings you joy, right? How many know thinking has connection to feeling and then it has a connection to a seed? So every thought has a harvest. Do you want the harvest of the thought you're thinking? If you don't, you better get rid of it. Come on, man, it starts with your thinking. Faith starts with the thinking. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all you ask or think. As a man thinketh in his, so is he. Come on, man, you see this? So now, can, how, how long can I think it before I got to discard it? God forbid you say it. Don't say it. Because this is your sickle. This is your seed planter. This is your reaper. Man, don't let your mouth get sideways on this stuff. You understand what I'm saying? So you, do you want a harvest of that thinking? If you don't, get rid of it. <clears throat> Discard it. Get rid of that thought. Don't let it stay in your head. Replace it with a good one. Yes. Come on, you see what I'm saying? Yes. He say, I don't know scriptures. You don't need to know scriptures. Know the love of God. If it ain't good, get rid of it. Yes. If it's negative, get rid of it. Yes. it. But it might be negatively. No, 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 no. There ain't no truth connected to it if it's negative. Just get rid of it. God's got something better to meditate on. You see the mind maintenance you got to do? You got to think where this thing's going. You got to mind maintain. Everybody write that down. I got to maintain my mind. It's called mind maintenance. If you don't do mind maintenance, you're going to have weeds growing in your garden. You can't just go out. You know, Florida's the worst for this stuff. Everything grows in eight minutes out there. It's so humid and hot. It's a mess, right? You ever see weeds? Oh, my God, they blast up, man. You come back in a week, and then things are all over the joint. That's your head. You don't want to leave that, leave that weed in there, man. It'll grow, and next thing you know, you got the jacked-up mess in your yard. Now you're thinking all this goofiness. Did you hear me? I know y'all loving me right now, because you know why? I'm making you discipline yourself. Ain't nobody going to get in your head and discipline you. Ain't it, listen to me. You better look at me. Ain't enough counseling in the world to undo your thought process. Yeah, you know what the biggest problem I got? People don't pay attention. They don't listen. 
I'm going to do what I want to do. Don't waste my time then. Do what you want to do. But the person that does not follow instruction, you in trouble, man. Yeah, you're becoming foolish. You know why? Because it, it, because you, you're, you're just going around and think you're going to get there. You can't circumvent the process, man. God knows what he's doing. Okay, so now look at this scripture right here. I want you to see this. This is deep. How do I cast these cares? Because they're coming. I got to have mind maintenance. I got to filter. Where'd the thing come from? Does that make sense? Where'd that thought come from? Well, it came from my past. It came from this. It came from pain. Stop, pause, time out. Identify it. Am I allowed to meditate on that thing? Because if I'm not, I got to get rid of it. See it? It could be a truth. Somebody could have been mean. Somebody could have been nasty. Somebody, they don't love you no more. They quit on you. I don't know what it is. But guess what? It's not the truth of the word of God. So therefore, it cannot trump it. So you got to get rid of it and take the word of God and now submit yourself to it. Because you got to understand, you're a new creature in Christ. Never been one like you before. Once you understand new creature realities, you know what that means? I'm not who I think I am. I'm a whole lot better. And I got to put on. Remember he said, well, he said, put off, put on a new man. Put it on like a coat. Put it on. You catch my drift? Take off your old junkie coat. Put on your new coat. Take it off. Put it on. I got to put it on. How does the new man, you know what I'm saying? Like a coat. When you put it on, put it on. I put on love. Come on, you see what I'm saying? I I don't know love by my, I'm going to be human in it. It's going to be garbage. I got to put on agape. Then I got to go figure out where that's at. He said, love is kind. Love is gentle. Love. Go find 1 Corinthians 13. Read it and amplify it. I got to put it on. It ain't natural. I got to renew my mind. I have to put it on. You see what I'm saying? I put love on. I put love on. Okay, love. Let's see what love says. I don't want to be kind. I don't want to remember. I do not want to forget a suffered wrong. I want to remind you every day the wrong you did. Come on, right? Love does not boil over jealously. But love is kind. Love is compassionate. Love is God. How many of you want to deal with that mess? No, I want to tell you where you jacked up everything, right? Tell you you messed up. No, but love don't do that. Love does not remember a suffered wrong. Oh, great. This should be fun. Love forgives all, believes the best, expects the best. Are you here? Yeah. So did you put it on? Yep. Then if you put it on, you got to start acting like it's on. Right. Come on. You got to act like it's on. Mm-hmm. Got to ma- See what I'm saying? I got to do the maintenance of it. Well, what's peace look like? Peace means I ain't taking no worry. I ain't taking no care. I, come on. I know. Everybody loves this stuff. Like, let's run around the room. Let's say yay, yay, yay. No, let's grow. You got to grow up. You got to grow up. So what I can do? Okay. I got to start reading 1 Corinthians 13 to amplify. Love is kind. Love is gentle. Love is patient. Love is this. Love is that. Love is that. Right? Oh, what? Do not put on the works of the flesh, but put on the life of the spirit. What's that like? Oh, here we go. Now I got to be spirit led. Are you getting the process? And then when the mind doesn't line up to the word, I got to refuse the mind and pick up the word. That's when feelings get cut out. Quiet in here. Yeah, I know, because you don't have no feelings when you got the word of God. You just got truth. See it? There's no emotional connection, really. The truth solidifies your emotions. You here? You got four minutes. Come on, you can make it. Strap up. Let's go. Buckle up. Come on. Are you getting what I'm saying? Like, I want to be mad. Don't you want to be mad? 
I want to be mad. Don't you want to be mad? Yeah, so, yeah I do. I want to be mad yeah. sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when somebody does, yes, the other day I was with Gigi, right? This goofball in, 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 in the public. He didn't stop at the, at the stoplight. And I'm watching everything. I always tell them, pay attention where you are because these people do not pay attention. They do not pay attention. This, they jump the curb. My mother says all the time, this nitwit blows through the parking lot, blew right through the stop sign, and turned right in front of us. And it's a good thing I told her. So I had something to say to the car. It was spiritual. <laughs> I said it straight up. I was like, look at this dummy, dumb dummy, dumb, dumb dummy, a couple extra things. No cussing in there, but it was good. I was praying to God he stopped. I would have told him a bunch of other things I thought he should hear about his driving capability. While he pulled out the driveway, other people around me heard my decisions about his driving. I had no problem with it. I pray to God he would have put it in park. I would have explained to him the five rules of driving according to me. Not wouldn't have been a problem. Would have been real simple. Easy. Was I proud of myself? Yes. Did I repent before I got to the car? Yes. I had to work on my own character. Hello? How many know love was not oozing out of me at that very moment? Are you here? Are you human? Pinch your neighbor. No, don't touch your neighbor. Somebody's going to get a job. Look, are you here? Sometimes what? Even though you got your coat on, it gets the best of you, and you got to rearrange your mind, because how many know that is not your best response, even though somebody's being a bonehead? Are you here and understanding what I'm saying? You cannot get into this stuff. You got to live a higher life. Now, there is the truth, and I would have explained the truth if he would have stopped, but thank God for his sake, he didn't. We'll leave it at that. You understand what I'm saying? But I got to get my mind filter going because not everything that comes in my head came from God. And if you think, this is the problem these kids got in this generation that are living out here, and these parents got to be kidding me, and I think society should get more involved, and I think the church should get involved. How are you going to be five, six years old and let these kids try to figure out an identity? Are you out of your mind? Are you crazy, bro? You come in here with that mess, I'll slap you upside your head. And God will forgive me. Trust me, I know how to repent. You understand what I'm saying? You have to help steer a young mind. You have to help steer people into truth. You have to help steer. I ain't saying people can't make decisions later, but come on, man. I was six. I thought I was going to be Superman. I would have jumped off a building if my mother didn't tell me to take the cape off and stop doing that. Yeah, I was one of them. Don't you want one of them? I was one of them. Yeah, I was like, I thought I was Superman. I thought, you put this cape on, I could fly. I thought I could fly. My mother's like, I'm going to make you fly, slap you upside your head, get the cape off and act normal. You know what I'm saying? She was always like, I want to ride my bike in the street. She was getting mad at me. I must nitwit. You would have been, I would have been dead if it wasn't for her. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't think right. You got to get, as you get older, you just got to fight bigger battles in your mind. Are you getting what I'm saying? This starts at day one. You guys got to realize I have to be a mind filter every single day, every single minute, every single moment. So watch this real quick. We're done. Okay. Watch this. How do I do it? Look what he says in 1 Corinthians 5. Do you like this? 1 Corinthians 5 and 7. Okay. And we're going to read it in the Passion. Are you pulling this in? You got to filter your thoughts. Where'd it come from? You got to have thought identification, I call it. Because guess what? Your feelings, you cannot even absorb. I feel like this. Wait a minute, stop. Look, I'm not being unemotional, but can you really hang on to your feeling? Right. Is your feeling the truth? No. Right? How many of you look, you look in the mirror sometimes you feel like, oh man, I ain't there. Or you feel like this. Or you look at your thing. Or you look at your life. And you look at seasons and you go, right? And you feel like, I should have been here by now. Yeah. Right? 
How many have done that one, right? My life should be further down the road, or you feel discouraged, you feel despondent. Don't go there, man. Why? I should have been doing this. Why? Who said? Don't absorb things you don't have to absorb because you don't have to take ownership that are thoughts that are not yours. Don't let the enemy play with your head. Come on. You turn the whole thing around. Cast the whole of your care, all of your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns. You got some of them? Once and for all. He didn't say when they show up. He said, that's it. From now on, don't be aware. I'm not going to be on him for he cares for you affectionately and cares about you. Watchfully. Now watch this. Keep going. Be well balanced. Temperate. Sober of mind. Be vigilant. Be cautious at all times. Don't be, you ain't got no days off from mind your mind. Mind maintenance ain't getting no days off. Ain't no days off. Look. For the enemy of yours, that enemy of yours, he's roaming around like a lion roaring. He's fierce and hungry, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. Watch verse 9. Watch verse 9. Withstand him. Be firm in faith against his onset, rooted, established, strong, Immovable, determined, knowing that everybody going through the same junk. Are you are you on guard? Are you set watch like a military watch? Like I said, this right. If the, if the devil came and rang your ding, doorbell, ding dong. Hey, it's the devil. I'm trying to come in your house and steal everything you got. Would you open the door? No. Would you open the door? No. Then why are you letting that idiot in your mind? Why are you entertaining his goofy thoughts about where you should be now? My career should be here. I'll be quiet. Turn your career around. You ain't got to worry. I should have did this. Stop living in regret. Don't live in all this nonsense. He's, he's slippery, man. He's trying to slip in there and make you think weird stuff. I told him, man, I'm going to tell you, you got married problems? Listen to me. You got married problems in here? You better hush your mouth. You don't say nothing about no divorce. Next person says divorce in that house, you bring it to me. You don't talk about no divorce. You don't plan your escape. You don't plan all this nonsense. You don't talk none of this junk. You stop it in your head. You shut it down in your head. I'm never going to mount to nothing. Hush your mouth. Who said you ain't never going to mount to nobody? Who said nobody can love you again? Where did that thought come from? You cut that out. You're not allowed to believe that stuff. You're not allowed to accept that stuff. I ain't letting the enemy get in my mind. I'm not giving him a moment of my mentality. I'm not giving him a second of my life. I'm going to stay in back, and I'm going to say what the Lord said. To God be the glory. Guess what? Because God be in me. Nobody can be against me. If God's got me, nobody can stop me. God might not be. Let me tell you right now, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. Come on, somebody. Stand up on your feet today and shout like you're going to win this battle in your mind. Come on. I'm telling you. You're going to win this thing. You're going to win this thing. You ain't got no other option. You're going to win this thing. I needed I needed movement in here. Lift your hands to heaven. Lift your hands. This ain't no preacher hype. This ain't, this ain't no preacher hype. 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 Today, my mind changes forever. Today. That's what I want right there. Today. He gets no more place. He gets no more place in my mind. Gets no more place in my mind. Gets no more place. 
in my mind. No more, no more. 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 Hey! No more. No more. No more. No more. No more. Hey! 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 Don't get nervous. I know what I'm doing. No more. No more. No more. Easy, 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 easy. No more. No more. No more. No more, no more, no more, no, no more. No more. Come on. No more. No more. Come on. No more, no more. No more. He ain't getting an ounce. He I ain't mind dealing no more. No more. No more. Come on, listen up your hands to heaven. Focus your attention on him. No more. Watch him come like a wave. He'll come like a wave in here. Just close your eyes. Just close your eyes. Let him come on. Let him, let him breathe upon you again. No more. I ain't giving no more mind dealing. I ain't no more worry. Shoo, Jody, look at that. Bam. 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 That's the Holy Ghost. So what kind of, kind of church is this? Church where the Holy Ghost can touch your life. God will touch your mind and set you free from stuff, miracles. God's a miracle worker. I was in, I was, you know, Wally got a miracle. I don't care what they told me. Wally in New Atlanta, man, the power of God hit him. And I watched him. I said, and then this other guy got his back healed and all this stuff. You need a miracle from God. Lift your hand to heaven right now. Why not you right now? I'm not kidding, man. You better go get it. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. God will heal your back. Bam. Mom, God will heal your back. Is that why you're touching her there? Bam. I don't know. Whatever she needs, give it to her all. Give it to her all. You got her? Yeah, you got her? Just get her. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, healing power. That's what it does. Hey, Angel, lift your hands to heaven. Ha, 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 ha. Easy. We're going to be real calm because this is going to be heavy. heavy. Just take it real easy. Just real easy. There it is. Right there. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. There you go. Easy, easy, easy. You're going to take that on your spirit, and great things are going to happen. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Say, what's going on? Just lift your hands to heaven. God's good. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in this house. Thank you, Lord. It's a house. This ain't just a house of hope. It's a house of miracles. God's been pushing me a little bit, not in a bad way, but he's because he's like, he's like, look, you know what to do. I just not hitting the gas yet until you're ready. But this is a place of miracle. We've been we've been miracle minded all our life. We just have miracle meetings and come here, and God's gonna bring all that stuff back. We've been in a teaching pocket for a little long. We're gonna be in the back now. You used to this. You better get used to it because God is God. God ain't gonna just be the God of talk. He's gonna be the God of demonstrate. That's how He rolls. Yeah, man. Come on, Marky. It's gonna be your best season yet. You know that. It's going to be your best season. Don't believe with anything they say. You'll be fine. Just rebuke everything the minute I show up. Say, I believe 1 Peter 2.24 says, I'm healed by the stripes. That's how you do it. What do I do with the symptoms? Call them what they are. They're lies. Say, you're a liar. You ain't the truth. Man, if I had to tell you what I, I walked through, you feel it? Oh, man, I felt. Man, symptoms? <sighs> yeah, the devil tried to, he tried to push you and say, oh, this is real. Don't you buy it. It ain't real. It's a lie. 
you believe the truth and the truth will set you free. Come on, just lift your hands to heaven and then Pastor Liz is going to lead you into prayer. But I want you to do this. I just know some of you are going to next level thinking. You're going to go next level thinking. Next level thinking. How many of you know next level thinking? You ain't going to let this stuff bother you no more. Come on. Just lift your hands up and say, this is no more. Just say no more. Say it out loud. No more. I ain't believing this nonsense no more. No more. The enemy's not mind dealing with me no more. I break the power of the enemy off my life. My thoughts are going to be good. My thoughts are going to be just. My thoughts are going to be pure. My thoughts are going to be lovely. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, say this out loud. Say, Jesus, thank you for helping me with my mind maintenance. I know you can, and I know you will. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Praise the Lord. And you can just be seated for a moment. Yeah, let her lead you in prayer. I'm going to go to back, and then you can come see me. Just take a minute now and just close your eyes, bow your heads all over this place. Because we never want to leave this place without giving you the opportunity to make sure your heart's right with Jesus. That scripture Pastor Chris preached that the enemy roves around like a roaring lion. Trying to separate you, trying to divide you, trying to get you off track. But you have the power to withstand him. But if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, then there's a whole level of power that you haven't yet tapped into. Maybe you're in this place today and maybe you've never accepted Jesus as your savior. Or maybe you have, but you've walked away from him and you say, today is the day that I want to make a commitment to make him the Lord of my life. If that's you, whether this is your first time to make that decision or you're making it again, would you just lift your hand? No one's looking around. Just lift your hand and say, that's me this morning. Thank you. That's the best decision you could ever make. I thank you for doing that. Could we all just say this together? Just say, dear Jesus, your word says, if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, then I'll be saved. So right now, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God. And I confess with my mouth that you are Lord. Forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. I will serve you from this day forward. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. And if you prayed that prayer, come on, you can rejoice. I I think you should. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.